welcome everybody who's joining us for our second official podcast, or podcast as we like to call them here at Dogs Trust. So welcome to 2019, we're really excited about the things that are going to be coming up, but I'm particularly excited about what you're about to hear. We've got a wonderful chap called Ron Lightfoot, who rehomed a gorgeous dog called Charlie from us this time last year. We're going to tell you all about how they've changed each other's lives and how amazingly Ron has lost almost four stone in weight by walking Charlie every day and how that has actually meant he's reversed his type 2 diabetes. So they've really changed each other's lives. Here you go. Have a listen. I don't think you'll be disappointed. Hello, Ron. Thank you so much for coming in and joining us. So for everyone out there listening to our second podcast, um, we've got the lovely Ron here, one of our amazing rehomers, who was lovely enough to rehome a gorgeous dog from us a year ago, literally a year ago, I think. 26, yes. 26, so what would we say? A year ago tomorrow. A year ago tomorrow, amazing stuff. And I think it's safe to say, since you rehomed the lovely Charlie, things have changed for you. Completely. Yeah. Yeah, completely. It's, Whole it's life amazing. life's turned around, yes. Yes, absolutely. I think <laughs> the way we found out about this life change, I think is actually really, really amazing when you think. You sent us a Christmas card. You were nice enough to send us a Christmas card, which is lovely that you thought of us. And you told us all about what happened since you had Charlie, which we just happened to look at and think, I don't think this this chap realises what a special story this is. We really want to talk to him about this. So could you tell us a little bit about what you'd put in your Christmas card? I I just wanted to thank you for, for you all putting me together with Charlie because he, he has completely changed my life. And I, I just I just I just said Merry Christmas and thank you for putting me together with Charlie. I, since I've had him I've I've lost three and a half stone. I've reversed my type two diabetes. And my life is so much better with him, and, and it so is. It's absolutely fantastic. So just from our point of view, we rehomed a dog to you a year ago. Um, we received this card, and you tell us all about this amazing weight loss journey that you've been on with Charlie. Um, I wouldn't do yourself down. I know you're about to. Three and a half stone is not to be sneered at. That's fantastic. It was, it was three stone, six pounds, actually. But, but yeah, was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost very nearly there, wasn't it? <laughs> I feel a bit of a fraud because it wasn't hard. I I just walked Charlie, and I cut, I did cut out bread, but <laughs> basically it was just walking Charlie. We, but I we think just, just do so many miles a day, and I'm just loving it. I just love being out with him. I think out, that's out what we like air. about you. You're you're sort of playing it down, but actually, when you think about it, you've rehomed this dog. You've given him an amazing home, which we're really grateful for because that's what we're all about. You know, it makes work so not like work when we come here and we hear about things like this. So it's really fantastic. Oh, but what I, was it I'm about? Oh, the, oh the I love that. That's what makes us like you even more <laughs> that you think you're the lucky one. We think you're both lucky that you found each other. And um, could you tell us a bit about when you first came here looking for a dog? Um, did you have a dog like Charlie in mind? I've always liked long dogs, uh, sighthounds, and uh, yeah, I was after a sighthound. I was uh, thinking in my head at the time something a bit smaller, sort of whip it, whip it sized, um, whip it lurcher type thing, something a bit smaller, and maybe scruffy head as well. But I, when I came here that Friday afternoon, I had, I had no intentions whatsoever of coming away with a dog, 
But as soon as I set eyes on Charlie, I, I just I just had to have him. Oh, I just did. It um, was love at first sight. It was. I, 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 I took him for a walk. At, well, I, I did go around to see the other dogs first. I took him for a walk that afternoon. And I just I, I just wanted to take him home with me then. But you made me wait. Wait a week. Yes. I had to keep coming up back here for walks and stuff. Oh <laughs> no, what are we like? Oh, <laughs> All those things we have to do yeah, in that yeah. time in between. Yeah, the um, what's quite nice actually is when you arrived just now at the rehoming centre to, to come and chat to me, um, our receptionist and rehomer Jade, that was girl, yeah. she, she said yeah, to me, um, she told me that you were here and she said, I remember that chap, I rehomed the dog to him. <laughs> so, yeah, do you it. know, we don't forget. I mentioned it to her as well. Actually. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> so, you know, we, we don't forget these things do mean a lot to us. Yeah. Um, so you came in, you saw Charlie. Um, what was the story at the time? What what reason did he come in for? I just, I just retired and I, I'd always said to myself, as soon as I retire, I, I, would, I would get a dog because I'm, I just knew I wouldn't get out of the house otherwise. I'd lay in bed till 11 o'clock, sit and watch Teddy till 3 o'clock, and then have a bit of tea and <laughs> carry on watching telly. But, but with a dog, I mean, I just knew I'd, I'd have to get out, thinking it was going to be a little bit of a chore, but something that at least would get me out. But it's it hasn't been a chore. <laughs> we just love being out together. He, he loves being out with me as much as I've been out with him. And I think the thing is with dogs, they're sticklers for their routine, aren't they? So he's almost forced you into this kind of daily yeah, routine that yeah. you've now got with him. Oh, there's no forcing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fantastic. And he's so handsome. He is, he's a beautiful dog. Really handsome, really striking looking, isn't he? Now, could you tell us a little bit about, without delving too privately, um, you did have type 2 diabetes at the time of adopting Well, I still have. You don't, you don't actually get rid of it. It's just it's always going to be there lurking in the background if I stop exercising and start eating crazy again. But it, it's, it's, it's on hold. I'm still taking meds to help keep it at bay, but it's, um, it's not doing the damage that it once was. Wow, dogs. dogs <laughs> Aren't yeah. they amazing? And I was on antidepressant, um, anti-anxiety pills as well at the time. And the doctor's taken me off of those. She's ever so pleased with me, my doctor. I bet. I sent her a Christmas card as well, funnily enough, my doctor. She hasn't she hasn't uh, acknowledged it yet. I'm sure she will next time I see her. I'm sure it <laughs> meant very much to her, you know, to see that... Because I want to thank her. Because it, it was uh, on her suggestion, well, I knew I wanted a dog, but she did suggest that I got a dog as well, because she, she keeps dogs and uh, she knows. That was more for my mental health, to be honest, than, right. than anything. I mean, it's really nice for me to hear that a doctor actually recommended to you to get a dog. She recommended a spaniel. She it. recommended a spaniel. <laughs> I think she, because she's got spaniels, she said they're just so fluffy. And he said, she said they'll help your um, state of mind no end. Just having a cuddle with something fluffy and soft. Charlie's soft and fluffy as well, mind. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he is. He's like velvet. Your doctor definitely uh, said a really good thing to you there. She did, yeah. I, yeah, I, I would have got Charlie with, without her advice anyway, but she sort of enforced what I was thinking. Yeah, gave you that reassurance it was definitely the right thing to do. 
and it's so lovely that you took on a sort of lurcher whip it type uh, which sometimes you know we get people come in and they say oh it's not really the kind of dog that I've been looking for um, maybe not your traditional cute fluffy you know your little kind of cream coloured dogs that people come in for it's, I, I love the fact that you came in and you already had a long legged sort of sight hound in mind it's really lovely to hear that yeah they're, they're so loving they are they're so they loyal are. they're so on our um on the afternoons when we're, we're not walking we, we we do spend a bit of time on the couch and he he just lays on me snuffles his nose up around my neck and oh. groans oh <laughs> it's happiness it's groan so, so lovely <laughs> i mean could you tell a, a little bit about your day-to-day -day routine with him sort of starting from when you get up we're up at half past six every morning. Um, I give him his breakfast at seven because I like to let his breakfast go down before uh, for an hour before we go out for a, a walk. Very good advice. We leave we leave at eight o'clock just before, just after around about eight o'clock. We usually do definitely five, definitely five. Very more often than not, six, seven miles in the morning. It takes three three and a half hours because we end up bumping into people and stopping and chatting and oh, i can imagine dog we, walks we always that's what they like <laughs> we've taken different areas around salisbury as um as our as our walk but we there's one one field in particular which we do make a beeline for which is uh dog secure and a lot of other people a lot of people with uh sight hounds like same as charlie meet in there and the dogs just go towering around the field in big circles usually whilst us owners just walk around the outside chatting and it's I love it it's, I it's actually really it. sociable isn't it yeah. dog ownership you know you do meet lots of I know when I'm out on my dog walks um all my dogs get admired which you know it's never me it's always the dogs but that's absolutely fine by me yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes they're actually quite rude to you aren't they <laughs> completely ignore you and straight make to the dog yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I think I have an affinity with people like that in a way. <laughs> but, I mean, what kind of dogs does he tend to run around with the most? Is it other sight hounds or does he have pals in particular? Well, the owner of the field has actually got four uh, lurchers the same size as Charlie and he just loves running around with them. There's another lady we meet up who's got two dogs, which she, she also got from the Dogs Trust, actually. One of them is uh, one of them's blind, unfortunately. Oh. And... So Charlie and I have a, a brisk walk, three, four miles to this field, and then do a few laps at a slower pace, at George's pace. George is the blind dog. And, uh, yeah, we just we just love it. That's amazing. <laughs> the, the thing is, we, before, I, I've, I was never, I've never had any social skills. I've been useless in groups of people. I could never... I find it so difficult to talk to people. I'll go out of my way to avoid talking to people. But with Charlie, I, it's not that I had to talk to people. I, I wanted to talk to people. And and now we've got a whole group of people which we meet every morning. And I'm just I'm just loving life so much at the moment. He's that, he's it might sound corny, but he really has made me become a person that I actually quite like. That doesn't sound corny at all. That just <laughs> sounds magical to me. And I think the magic of dogs that we all know, you know, we that's why we work here. Um, I have to say, for me, sometimes this doesn't even feel like work. 
because, because the I dogs are here with us and and it's it's a really special place to be um the fact that you've just said that that you know he's made you a person that you actually like i think is a really really special thing to have said and testament to him testament to rescue dogs yeah, and dogs definitely. all over of course um you know they're fantastic animals um yeah you kind of stopped me in my tracks there that's that's really that's really special and i didn't think today you were going to say anything that would catch me like that that's mm. that's really special so thank you for saying that we're really proud of him um we're really proud of you for having rehomed him from us um what kind of experience did you have at dogs trust when you came to us to rehome did you sort of um come along and you were kind of swayed for any particular dog or were we just quite sort of open to your suggestion Oh no, the, the um, yeah, I was chucked through the doors. I said, <laughs> I said uh, told to have a good look round, and although I did, I said I did fall in love with Charlie first. I, I did make a, I did have a look at the rest of the dogs, and they were, they were all lovely, but uh, not as lovely as my Charlie. It's just that affinity that yeah, you found straight away. It, it just we just clicked. Yeah. Well, I clicked. I'm hoping he liked me as much. Probably didn't actually. Probably took a few walks with him. I think it's safe to say that he, he really <laughs> liked you. No. Yeah, definitely. And of course, you walked across on our land that we're lucky enough to yes, have. Yes, yeah. Um, what were your first few walks with him like? Oh, wet and cold. <laughs> it was, I think every every visit I made with that uh, first week, was it three three times I had to come back to take him for a walk? Every time it was raining. But uh, he, he was well looked after. He had, he had, when he came to me, he had a had a coat on so he's, he was fine it's no, die hard dog ownership isn't it walking yeah. around in the rain well, it's yeah. one of those some things you've got parts to do, of it yeah. isn't it it goes part part and parcel with the dog ownership yeah. after saying that with with charlie's breed he, he is just as happy let on the couch at home for a, for a day as he is out running around doing 12 mile walks absolutely i always say that to people about his yeah. his breed type you know there's this kind of misconception when people look at them that oh they're going to have me out all day all the, i'm just not going to yeah. be able to satisfy their need for running and walking actually in my experience of this the sight hounds um they really enjoy whatever you're you're happy to yeah. give them T um, 20 minutes twice a day and and they're more than happy anything more than that they're happier obviously <laughs> So I think really, for me, when people say to me, you know, what kind of dog do you think I should get? Very often, I feel like their setup and their family home would be suited to a sight hound. Um, so hopefully, you know, talking to you, people listening to your story and how amazing he is, that will sort of show people that they are, they're dogs just like any other dogs. They just happen to be quite slender, quite leggy, and maybe not your traditional small um, cuddlies. Yeah, although they are all arms and legs they, they're so cuddly as well you uh you won't believe how much he loves his cuddles he really does and i i enjoy giving him cuddles i bet <laughs> yeah i bet you really both enjoy that on the sofa together mm. now you got him about eight months old he was when you took him home yes eight months old yes so he's coming up to sort of um well just over a year and a half now isn't he i think the dogs all the dogs trust could tell me that he was Born in May 17, I've actually chosen the the, the 12th of May for his birthday because that was my old mum's birthday. I just thought it'd be easy to remember more so than anything. Celebrating on the yeah. same day, <laughs> yeah. that sounds like a good idea to me. And has he changed much physically since you've had him? I've, I have 
not that I've really noticed, except for when I, <coughs> excuse me, I put them together with dogs that we used to meet at the very beginning and realised he's now taller, whereas before he was smaller. So he's, he's definitely grown. But he's become more leggy. <laughs> yes, his legs have grown. Yeah. People At the time, people told me he would probably grow bigger because of the size of his paws. Yeah, I've heard people, they, they do go by that, don't they, mm. a lot of the time. And I think it's quite an accurate kind of I think it probably is, estimate, yeah. really. Because at the time, his paws did look big, like, like they do on a puppy, whereas now they're in proportion. He's grown into his paws. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and when you took him home... Um, how many days do you think it took for him to settle? Was it quite a while or did he settle right in? It was probably all of four or five minutes. It, oh, it, it didn't take long. That? Yeah, he, 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 yeah, there was no... I had, for about, well, about a week I had problems with him weeing on the floor. And that was the only problem I had, I think. But he, he soon got over that. Literally within a few days he was over that. No, I haven't had any problems with him. He doesn't bark unnecessarily. He, he hasn't got anything that I don't like about him. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, do you, <laughs> he, I have to I'm admit, desperate to meet him, Ron. <laughs> he, he does share my bed with me. I, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but he, he does. He, he doesn't just lay on the bed with me. He, he likes to he, get in the bed with me. He, he walks around on my pillow around <laughs> my head. Snuffing around trying to get under the duvet, so eventually I give in. And although during during that hot summer we've just had, I I did have to train him to stay downstairs because he's just like a big hot water bottle. Oh, sure, mm. he was just heating you up too much. But he he didn't mind. I just shut the door on him. He whined a little bit the first night for ten minutes, but he soon got used to the idea. Such a good boy, so yeah. flexible, isn't he? In his it's approach lovely. to life, that's amazing. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. You say about him lying on your bed at the end of the day it's your bed yeah, <laughs> you know if you want your dog on your bed I've it's got, your bed I've got to wash the covers a bit more often because it doesn't look dirty but it's amazing, amazing how much dirt does come off him during the night once he's, they've been rolling in the fields and stuff yeah of course but, but I think that's a small price yeah. to pay because actually I love having my dog yeah. in my bed yeah, I do. Yeah. it's really comforting they enjoy yeah. it you enjoy it why not it's, it's, it's a bit strange but I wake up some mornings, and this morning in particular, I wake up and and he's led with his head on the pillow, just just like a you know, <laughs> true companionship, true companionship that, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's lovely. And of course, they're there. They're there to. I find hmm. with my own dogs, and you might find this, they reassure you about things um, without even speaking. Sometimes you communicate just by looking at each other. Um, the kind of things that you can have between you. Sometimes I look at my dogs and they, they kind of just do what I've just been thinking about. And I really think you do get this relationship with them where you become, you come almost like one, you know, together. Um, it's really special. I talk to lots of rehomers who say the same thing, that you kind of chose each other when you saw each other. So that's that's great to be able yeah. to hear that. It's just, just like you say, the little things. When, when I first used to take them for a walk on the pavement, on the lead, I'd be on the pavement, he'd be on the bank, get to a lamppost. Of course, he'd tend to go one side of the lamppost and I was on the other and he'd get all tangled up. But now he, he spots that lamppost in advance. He comes in close to me, gets past the lamppost and then he goes out again. He's wow. just, it just seems so clever they to me. They just can't be underestimated, can no, they, no. In, their, they just, in their intelligence? No, and not clever. even just intelligence, just their way of knowing. Um, 
and their way of kind of moderating themselves around around people and other dogs, of course. Um, is he a big fan of other dogs, or do you think he's just people, people mainly? Well, yeah, he loves. He does. He he loves other dogs. He really does. Sometimes with, with the smaller ones, he does because he wants to run and chase all the time. Sometimes with the smaller ones, they might not like it. And sometimes you just give their bum a little nip to try and encourage them to run. But um, yeah, it used to cause me a few problems at first. There was a there was a spell I had to had to muzzle him for for a few weeks. But you've got past that now. He just he, he seems to know now. Now he's a bit older. He knows if they're on a lead and if they squeak, then they don't want to play. And he just comes back to me. And I think when you say, um, you know, you had to muzzle him, to me, what I hear when you say those words are responsible owner and the fact that you've managed to train him out of those behaviours with the use of a muzzle, you know, the correct use of a muzzle and responsible use of a muzzle, I think I think's great. You know, it's something that if you had contacted us about that, we probably would have given you advice about about using a muzzle in that way. Um, you know, some people do see them sometimes as, oh, that dog's got a muzzle on. But for me, as soon as I see a dog with a muzzle, I look at the owner and I think, yep, yeah, responsible owner. They yeah. know Muscles how to get, keep their dog safe. They do get a bit of bad press sometimes. Because sometimes people look at a dog that's muzzled and think straight away think it's he's dangerous. But um, that's not always the case, is it? It's not, Sometimes, no. I mean, Charlie had a bit, he still has, but a thing about eating rabbit poo. <laughs> and I thought the muzzle would stop that, but it doesn't. He just uses it as a scoop. <laughs> he scoops up more. <laughs> so it's an efficient little yes, rabbit poo yeah. scoop for him, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's it's great to hear that you, you managed to get past that, that little sort of thing that he went through and he obviously knows now you know with your with your guidance and you know with your positive training and everything that there's a there's a better way to be around your fellow four-leggeds so yeah. that's really good to hear and his recall is so good he it, it, at first when I used to call him if he was in the middle of having fun then he wouldn't come he was deaf to you <laughs> but but now he, he, no matter how much fun he's having if I blow that if I blow that whistle he'll, he'll come straight to me I think what he's probably learned is that actually it's a really positive and good thing to come back to you. And he wants to come back to you. Because he's very food orientated. He loves his food. He'll do anything for a, a treat. And <laughs> is there like a go-to treat that you use for training? For I used thing? to use cocktail sausages. Oh, okay. You know, the ones you get in the Yeah, the little cooked ones, yeah. yeah. That's it, yeah. I bet you like those. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I used to munch on those. That's the trouble going around. <laughs> I think that's the key. It's finding anything really, really high value that your dog's really going to think this is fantastic. I'm coming back for this. Yeah, that, that's. I used the cocktail sausages as a as a high value treat because he did. He really did love them. He, he doesn't need such a high value treat anymore. It's just just a your average tiny little dog biscuit. He'll, he still he still comes because he knows he's going to get a pat on the head and a big cuddle and told that he's been a good boy as well and that's it and that's mm. exactly what we would say um it sounds like you're doing all the kind of stuff that we as an organization believe in well i do hope so oh it's, i've, I've never been i've never really been does. frightened to ask people i ask i'm forever asking other owners what would you do in this situation why do you think charlie's doing this and you generally there's always good advice out there there really is Some, I think... sometimes there's three or four different opinions on the same but you can usually 
find the one that's suitable for your yeah, dog. Yeah, you can pick out of those opinions which one you want to go with, can't you? I think the dog owning community, um, you know, in this area and, and nationwide actually, could not be more helpful. In my no. experience, when I've had issues with dogs or, you know, one time my dog went missing for an hour and I was absolutely beside myself and I could not count how many people came out of the dog owning community that got to know us on our daily walks really? who came to help. So, That's so nice. I think like you said, you feel like you've really been able to get out there socially. Your social life has gone from kind of this to, to sky high um, since having Charlie. So the thing is about Charlie, I bet he has literally zero idea of the impact he's had on your life, which just makes them even more special. I keep telling him, but he does look a bit blank. <laughs> he doesn't seem to pay any attention to me. He just looks at you lovingly and I says, must tell okay, him, Dad. I must tell him three or four times a week how, how, much, he's, how much he means to me. He just, just looks at me. <laughs> he doesn't understand, I'm sure. No. But he should do, because I give him enough loving for it. And that's really good to hear. And that's all we can ask from any of our rehomers. Um, I want to thank you for coming in and talking to us about Charlie. You're welcome. I also want to thank you for giving him, literally, I think, one of the best homes I think I've ever heard of um, from a rehomer. It sounds amazing. It sounds like heaven, doggy heaven to me. So thank you for taking him on. Thank you for taking a long-legged dog, which we are you know, always singing the praises of. And thank you for choosing Dogs Trust because, um, you know, we're proud of what we do. Um, we're proud of our non-destruction policy, so we never put a healthy dog down. No. And um, it's something we're going to continue with. And the way I look at it, there is a person out there for every dog. Every dog is going to find their special someone whilst they're with us. It just might take a bit longer for some more than others. Um, but thank you very much. Thank you, it's been a real pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you too. And we can't wait to see more updates in the future from you. I'll Please keep them coming. Keep, definitely keep Please do. We, will, yes. we love it. And it genuinely makes what we do easy. So thank you. Thank you. Until next time, everyone. Thank you for listening.